0: I'm here with Coach Banda. Is it Banda or Banda? All right. So I was asked like three different people, and they gave me three <laughs> different last names. So please help me here.
1: I'll help you. It's Banda, but I will answer to all. Oh, no, you should, though. It, my first name is actually Ephraim, but here it it's is pronounced Ephraim. Ephraim so I've, in <laughs> Spanish, it's Ephraim. So I've learned over the years of uh, of just name, different names that I just answer to them all.
0: So. Jeez. here you are the defensive coordinator here at utah state you've had quite the ride i mean from uh, incarnate word Mm -hmm. to texas mississippi state and then at miami florida we had two i mean several great years actually Mm -hmm. for um what brings you to utah state
1: oh man the list is long um i think first and foremost it was about working for a really good head coach Uh, i was raised in this profession to really value those type of Experiences. I was raised by a lot of really good head coaches, and um, this profession is really hard. Coaching's hard; it's not easy. And when you have an opportunity to work for a really good person, it makes your everyday life, all the way to the, you know, until you lay down in bed with your family, a lot easier. So, Coach Anderson in this profession is known as one of the really good dudes to work for. So, when he called, it you know, it was definitely something that for us that and my family that we were highly interested in. Um, the other reasons for sure were, was the program, it's won. It's had a lot of good coaches come through here. It's had success over the years. Uh, the conference has always been strong over the years. Group of five conferences have fluctuated over the years. Some had good years, some had bad, but the Mountain West, in my opinion, has been the most consistent over time. The players, uh, when I watched them on film, you know, showed a lot of toughness, showed a lot of grit, uh, showed a lot of physicality been through a lot you know and and they kept playing and they kept playing uh they didn't really it never really quit and uh that for me was a sign of a program that had some had a backbone to it um so there was a lot of reasons Uh, those are just kind of the few and then when we got out here the reasons even grew more so
0: (laughs) well speaking of success you know that i mean Mm -hmm. your first nine seasons as an assistant in division one you've made a bowl game yeah. What do you what do you see as a primary tool to success on the defensive side of the ball? That makes sense.
1: Mm-hmm. So, you, when you say primary success, are you talking? I mean, what do you look schematically? For yeah, or, yeah,
0: schematically, and then even in players, what do you what do you look for?
1: I think for us to have success, uh, which will ultimately end up in the things we or go to the places we want to go, it's going to be about having an urgency defensively, uh, a, a tempo, a style of play. And the way we tackle in our toughness. So it'll be, you'll hear me say these words a lot highly urgent defense, a very uh, sound tackling team, and a very tough team. The X's and O's of it, everyone has different ways of doing it. They've done it here many different ways and had success doing it different ways. So for me, it's gonna be really harping on the urgency and the defenses that we've been a part of that have had a lot of success, had great urgency. Uh, the ones that had a lot of success also were very, very tough, and then they all tackled really well. And the way that we tackle is different. We're a rugby-style, shoulder-leverage tackling team. Uh, it is not something that we just say we are. It's something that we rep every day at the beginning of practice, all through the summer, the guys are doing it on their own. It comes from rugby. Uh, so the Seattle Seahawks made it real famous in the NFL a couple years back. Sure and it's something that we – really hang our hat on. So those three things are, are
0: very important to us. You have some great leaders coming back for this defense, Shaq Bond being one of those. Mm-hmm. Who else have you seen besides Shaq Bond as a leader that you hope or want to see as a leader on the defensive side of the ball?
1: You know, Nick Henninger coming off the injury, yeah. uh, he's been he's had a phenomenal summer. Uh, just leadership-wise, running the player-run practices, being one of the uh, player-run practice coaches uh he's done a phenomenal job I is thought. he healthy sorry coach. he is okay. yeah he's full go you know we'll monitor his reps and he's he's an old guy like yeah. <laughs> so you got to treat him like a wild wild a bit and and we'll 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 be smart with him but he's been um, uh really good to be around um up front another guy that's just been very impressive holly uh you know d tackle that uh, has been here for a few years been awesome uh just really the heart and soul of who we are uh, he, he went into when, when i think of toughness i think of holly uh, I think Byron Vaughn's the new addition, uh, has just came in here and not by with his words, but by his actions and his work ethic has been an awesome leader for us. And I think it's going to be awesome for us up front. There's a couple other guys up front, I think in the middle, um, guys that have been here. Uh, obviously, we've had some transfers, um, but, you know, Vanga Chong is, is another guy that I seen walk in and just do everything right at a very high level. Uh, so I'm excited to see him kind of grab the microphone and become a leader. Uh, Justin Wright has came in here and just really asserted himself as a transfer from Arkansas State. Previously that Fresno, uh, I think he has a chance. Uh, at the corner position, you know, guys that I'm really putting my you know, finger on and trying to get to really go and, and has answered the bell this summer is Zahadre Jackson. Uh, very impressed with his summer so far. I'd like to see how he responds to some adversity. Uh, if he shows me that he responds to adversity better than he has to this point, uh, I'll know that he's turned the corner and he's ready for a big time role and to be a big time guy. Uh, Cam Lampkin's a young guy that I've seen really do everything right as well. Uh, much like Byron Vons just has gone out there with his actions more than his words, uh, Byron. Uh, and then in the back end, you know, about Shaq, you know, he's, he's a guy that, you know, I think has done a lot for this program to this point. I'm going to challenge the heck out of him this spring. I already have, and in this fall, he has no clue what's coming for him. Because I'm going to try to get him out of here as, as better than he's ever been. But with that, he's going to have to get real uncomfortable for him. And he's up for it, so I'm excited.
0: The offense wants to go full-paced, Mach 9, hair on fire kind of style. <laughs> and that can be good, because you can see lots of points on the board. But then if the offense can't produce, then it puts a lot of pressure on the defense. How do you, as a defensive coordinator, prep your defense for a very
1: fast-going offense like that? Uh, Luckily, I've had some experience in it already. Um, again, in the Big 12 where this whole thing oh really started back 10 years ago when yeah. I was there. Uh, I had a lot of experience dealing with it, uh, so we have – it's not new to me. Yeah. We uh, were kind of at the breeding grounds of it there when it was kind of really starting to spread. And then working for Dan Mullen and his offense, I had a lot of experience with it again being on the defensive side of the ball – I've seen the, the the goods and the bad. And then again going to Miami and, and, and having uh, Rhett Lashley who does it really, really well as well. So I will say that you're right, it can go both ways. Either way, you don't it doesn't matter to the defense. At the end of the day, the offense and the special teams is gonna hand us a bill. And we have to pay that bill. And whatever that bill is, whatever the score is, we gotta pay it. So the best way to pay that bill is is to be able to, when you're talking about a tempo offense, you got to pay the bill with, you got to pay it with lots of depth. You got to be able to roll guys and play lots of guys. One of the big reasons I was excited about taking a job is when Coach, uh, you know, Coach Anderson talked to us, we talked about it. He talked about the defense having more scholarships and more uh, spots. For us so that we can roll more guys so we actually have higher numbers on defense that we could of guys we can take and, and and even bring to games or even just recruit etc so that if we're going to have a fast-paced tempo offense we can roll multiple guys well if that's the case you got to have more guys so we'll play a lot of guys we'll roll a lot of guys so long as we have the depth uh
0: i'm going to take a long step backwards here mm-hmm. i apologize but you're how is, as Blake Anderson or Coach Anderson kind of showed himself to you? What have you seen out of him? What are your thoughts on him as a coach? Uh, I've said
1: it before. I really do believe he's on the Mount Rushmore of coaches you want to work for in this profession. Goodness. And I'm not talking about, you know, wins and losses like Nick Saban. And Nick's great. Coach Saban, I've never met him, but I've heard great things. I'm talking about just quality of life. Uh, and I think he's really up there at that I think he's one of the four or five guys in his profession that provides that. And now being able to live through it for the last six to seven months, I, I've it's affirmed, you know, my belief in that. I'd say the way that I've experienced it is just how he is with his family, um, how he is with, you know, his new wife and his children. And to see him get out of the office and be with them, be present with them, when they're here present and when he's away present with them. Um, I, I've loved and enjoyed when he's walked in here and pushed me out of here to, you know, go be and be a better father. Um, this summer, I it was unique. He gave us so much time to just get away mm-hmm. and to immerse ourselves back into our families, you know, especially knowing that we just had this big transition. We had a bunch of time in May to just really dive back into our families and then in the summer it gave us a great break which you don't get that in a lot of yes, places absolutely and it allowed us to reconnect with our family experience things with our family um and just get closer with them which i think's helped me in this building be better a better football coach so those are kind of the small little things that he's done over time but he's done it all with actions and not words that's
0: a heck of an answer mm-hmm. uh coach your schedule is really fun this year you go to poland washington to kick it off you got that three-game death row stretch of Air Force, Boise State, BYU. How excited are you to get this thing underway and get going? <laughs> well, they—they uh, they not even playing. I right? just like got goosebumps. Running. I'm just talking about the
1: season. Yeah, the Mountain West uh, got us in the fast track right off the bat. I like it. Uh, <laughs> I appreciate that. Maybe maybe next time they can think about that one for a little bit. But uh, but I, I think uh, it's good. Maybe they they know something about us that that uh, that we're learning. But I like it. We're gonna start fast. We'll know a lot about ourselves early we'll learn a lot about ourselves early um however it comes out we still you know we're we're gonna be as good as we can be we're gonna play our butts off uh we've already started on all those teams in in the summer spring and summer and we'll actually start practicing for those guys through camp uh i like to take days that are kind of in camp days get long and a little just you know, mundane, if you will. Sure. So I'll take a day and we'll work on Air Force. And a day we'll work on Boise State, BYU, Washington State, well, all of them, uh, North Dakota. We'll spend time incorporating those things through our camp schedule to kind of get ahead. Uh, but we have prepped for it, and, and we are we're excited to start this thing off. We're definitely starting the fast in the fast lane.
0: Coach can't look forward. To, I mean, can't wait for it September fourth in Pullman, Washington. Look forward to seeing you there, and uh, good luck this season. Stay healthy.
1: Absolutely, pleasure meeting everyone. Excited to see the fans. Excited to. You know, hear crowds again, it's been a long time. <laughs> I heard they get pretty loud here. they do, so uh, hopefully they'll be out there uh, as soon as we get back for North Dakota.
2: Kevin Metzenheimer right' there Aggie linebacker. did you expect uh, when you look at college football that you'd be like going to your sixth year <laughs> of getting ready to play? Uh
3: actually no, I didn't expect it, but I'm grateful for it. I'm grateful grateful that I didn't get the I had the opportunity to play again after the COVID year because that year was crazy, so it's actually a blessing I'm going to my six I think
2: that really has to help a lot of you guys to have had the kind of year you had last year with it being so disjointed and whatever to go into this year with the uh, with renewed enthusiasm with a new staff and with everything brand new yeah
3: so I feel like just just not not uh, having the opportunity to to end my career as it like with my team on a higher note than that because that last year wasn't wasn't nowhere where I wanted to leave this place so I I feel like I'm just super grateful to have my sixth year and be able to do something better for myself personally as well. Mm.
2: So, Kevin, give me an idea of what this has been like with the coaching staff transition as far as even the off season and the workouts and the conditioning. Has that been a whole lot different? I
3: absolutely love it. I mean, regardless of the coaches have been saying it or not, I feel like the players itself, we are hanging out with each other a lot off the field based off, I feel like, how the coaches are off the field. I feel like their energy is – is being given to us and we're like feeding off of each other i feel like this was a great coaching change i feel like everything is for the better
2: personally did what did it do to your body to go through another year of conditioning and with a new conditioning coach
3: oh i love our new strength and conditioning coaches i feel like they are getting us in incredible incredible shape i feel like we're going to be able to run teams out of the building this year and i'm actually really really grateful for that
2: your position, still an inside linebacker? Or does this defense change a whole lot? Did you see in the spring enough to understand, are you kind of playing like where you played before?
3: Yeah, it's still the same. I've been here since 2016. It's, at this point, there's almost no defense that I haven't seen or, or any inside backer position I couldn't play. So it's, it's a little bit different, but everything's always going to be the same if you're, if you're playing inside linebacker.
2: So defensively then, how would you characterize what you're trying to do defensively? Is it a different way of playing defense that they want you to do
3: this year, do you think? Uh, I mean, I feel like this defense will be able to let let the inside backers show their athleticism and physicality a lot, lot more. I mean, a lot of downhill football. Uh, Put us in situations where we have to make a play and be able to get TFL, so I like it a lot. Uh, The new
2: linebacker Justin Rice is moving in into the, your particular area, inside backer, too. It sounds like he's a heck of a player. What do you see of him? Oh, he's
3: incredibly, incredibly athletic, super, super smart. I mean, is, he's is real effortless with him. Like, he makes plays that you would, I mean, you you see on Sundays type thing. So I feel like he's a great addition to the inside linebacker. Mm-hmm.
2: So, I mean, it is a new coaching staff, and – but you've got a big group of you, kind of graduating seniors, who are kind of the mm-hmm. guys who've been here for a long time. Mm-hmm. Do you still feel like it's your team and your place to lead with the the change in the as far as coaching and philosophy and everything?
3: Yeah, of course, I always feel like that. But one thing I do like that it's I feel like everybody on this team has has a say in a word. I feel like, I mean, you have Byron Barnes, who's not a senior who who could sit here and lead. I mean, you have Justin Rice, who could sit here and lead. You have Cass Gilliam, who could sit here and lead. So it's not. I know, obviously, it's a, you want the seniors to be able to lead, but when you have all the players trying to lead, I mean, that's the best thing you want to take it out of the coach's hand, put pin the player's hand, when it comes to like speaking up and leading, and that's, that's how you're going to win football games.
2: You've had some teams where you've won some games, and then, of course, last year happened to you. Going into the year, a lot of the preseason publications seem to yeah. put you guys down in the league yeah. a little bit. How do you react to that and what does it do to motivate you towards the year, Kevin? Yeah, I feel
3: like it's the it's the best thing for us and I, and I feel like it's the worst thing for other teams because, I mean, if you're going to look at last year's season, last year's team and base that off on who you're going to be playing next year or this year and you're in you're for a rude awakening, that's the best best place that I want to be, the best place this team wants to be. This is, this is a, a great spot to be in because, I mean, if everybody's doubting you, they're not expecting a lot. They don't know who we're going to bring to the table. So, well, jokes on them.
2: Is there a particular game you're looking forward to this year more than any other game? I know coaches always want you to take the next game and win the next game and all that, but is there something you're kind of looking forward to for this year? Uh,
3: personally, personally, I'm looking forward to Washington State and Boise State. That's my two games I'm really, really looking forward to. Uh, I've always been here where we play. Uh, a quote-unquote bigger school and come up short, so I'm happy I get to do it one more time and go versus these schools that usually have the upper hand. And then
2: maybe that first Friday night you play in September at home to finally have maybe a, a big crowd in the stands will yeah. be a different yeah. deal to come, come back to, too. Oh,
3: yeah, it definitely be a bigger deal. I mean, playing here is incredible. I, I feel like this is, for me personally, I've been to a lot of different studios playing here, and I feel like this is easily top three, one of the last places I played in when this place is
2: packed. Kevin, good to talk to you, and we'll talk to you later on. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate it.
4: Okay. Justin Rice, linebacker at Utah State. You've had an interesting journey to get here. You're one of those uh, super senior transfers coming to Utah State. And uh, let me just ask about the experience that you've had. And there's a lot of guys with a lot of experience on this team between the super seniors and the transfers coming over. This Maybe I could have you comment on just the experience of this team, especially on the defense.
5: Yeah, um, we got a lot of seniors. Whether they're super seniors, fifth year seniors, or four years, four year starters, you know, and that brings a lot of experience. And what you need in college football is a lot of experience. And the more experience you have, the more things you've seen, the way you can adjust faster. So, the experience on defense and the the older guys on defense, as long as with myself, uh, we should be very well in being able to adjust to different things because we've seen so much
4: and how do you feel like you're fitting in and some of these other transfers fitting in with the guys that have been here a long time like this is their place they their, they've been able to you know take the advantage of the practices and grow their roles and their opportunities and now there's some transfers coming in to make compete for the the roles and positions that they have how does that work do you, is it kind of coming together or is there still a little uncertainty there
5: uh, I think we've done a pretty good job of gelling. Um, we've had a bunch of team activities and we've hung out together as a team, so I think we're coming together that way. But I also think that the transfers coming in can elevate guys that have been here for a while, pushing them um, to be better. Um, some people can get complacent, and I think when you get fresh blood in, and um, it can really push people to a new level, and I think that can be really beneficial for a team.
4: You used to play at Fresno State, and you were one of the best linebackers in the whole entire conference. Um, there was uncertainty about what was going on with the Bulldogs and the Mountain West overall. Tell us about your journey about a decision why to leave them where it took you and then how it's kind of come back to the mountain west but now you're at utah state yeah
5: um i was at fresno till my fifth year and uh tried to stay with them as long as i could and then covid canceled the season and that's when i made the decision to transfer and uh coach a called me and it was a great fit i liked what he stood for and played that season with him still really appreciated the way he went about things how he called games and everything, so when he came to Utah State and I was in the portal, it was just a really easy transfer to come over here you know, with a real familiar face. I know how he operates, and I, I really like what he stands for with
4: family and everything, so it was a real good fit. What What's your thought about being able to go up against some old foes in the Mountain West again where you wreaked havoc? You were probably not their most favorite guy that they had to face sometimes, but you get to face some of these teams again, maybe some guys that you remember that they're back and you're back. What's that kind of like for you? to be able to face some of those guys and get the Mountain West.
5: Yeah, um, it's going to be a lot of fun. I know they've elevated their game, and I know I've elevated my game, so it's going to be a real good matchup this season.
4: You, uh, Coach Anderson alluded, uh, talked a little bit about you and his his comments about how when you came to Arkansas State, you were a little bit out of shape. It took you a while to grasp what they were trying to do, and it caught, it, it took you a while to catch up to what you wanted to do and how what they wanted of you. But now at Utah State here, you've, you're... Uh, you've been you're in shape you're grasping what they're trying to do you're far more ahead of where you were last time you were with coach anderson what's the biggest difference that's taken place for you in this last year and kind of getting caught up to speed with what he wants to do here Uh, Probably getting that
5: full offseason. I was able to have a full spring with the team and the coaches, a full summer with the team and the coaches. So I was able to get real comfortable with the defense, and I was able to work out and stay in shape and not come in overweight and out of shape. So that would slow me down in the beginning of the season. So now I'm ready to start fast, and I know this defense is ready to start fast.
4: You've got some great linebackers to play with uh, that are in your group. Um, How do you feel like you're meshing together, and what's the experience, and maybe more like what kind of damage can you guys do opposing offenses based on what's there with you?
5: Yeah, um, I've gotten real close with the the linebacker group and I think we've got a a good uh, group going into the games and I think AJ brings a skill set of athleticism and the ability to pass rush so we'll be able to blitz him a lot and I think Kev has a lot of um, experience. He's played here for a long time he knows how the game flows, he knows how to make quick adjustments and I think being able to bounce between me, Kev and AJ is going to be real lethal when we go into games.
4: Well, Justin, uh, it's good to have you here at Utah State. Look forward to seeing how you uh, fit in and how everybody else gets going. And best of luck in fall camp and getting ready for uh, game one at Washington State. Thank you. Thank
2: you. Nick Henniger, let's uh, talk. Last year's season was a washout in a lot of ways. I, I don't know how much you learned from all of that. But things have been interesting for you since then. I think you got married. I think you've uh, decided, obviously, to play more football, where maybe a lot of people thought maybe, hey, you've done – a lot of football already. You uh, academically have been honored as an academic All-American, a Utah State Award for all of that. It's been pretty much a busy offseason, plus trying to get ready and more prepared because you've had a regular type workout in the summer, too.
6: Yeah, had a very busy offseason. The wife and I got married, Kayla Johnson. She's now Kayla Mm Henniger. But uh, we got married May 20th uh, in Florida. So that was... An amazing vacation she's an amazing woman so life is good uh in that aspect um it's been a busy off season the decision to come back i'd say was uh a very uh well thought out decision uh it was a process deciding whether to come back obviously new coaching staff there's a lot of uh a lot of different factors that went into that decision I even had ankle surgery, and I, I'd, uh, I'd injured my ankle January 2020, and I was able to play with it, you know, but it still wasn't 100%. So that was another big reason for me coming back, just to uh, fix that before I pursue the NFL, because when I, go, when I go for my take my shot at the NFL, I want to be at my best. And I felt like by fixing my ankle now, playing another season – even though I'm older, you know, uh, I felt like that gave me the best chance to pursue the
2: NFL at my peak. Because, so. Nick, let's face it, I, I think your story really is you've wanted to play football because you, you've you had to kind of earn everything that you've got in football. <laughs> yeah,
6: yeah. I was just talking to some guys over there for another interview, and they were asking me about, you know, uh, competing for a spot and, you know, got new guys coming in. And how's it going to be competing for a starting spot? And, you know, in, in my opinion, you know, with how I work, uh, I'm not necessarily working against anybody. I, I'm confident in the guys we've got. I'm, I love the depth we've got at our uh, D line specifically. But at the end of the day, I feel like I'm competing more against myself to be the best player I can be. Because if you let a coach or a reporter or some analyst uh, determine your worth as a football player or as a person in general you'll never you'll never you know what i mean you'll never be satisfied with that it'll never be what you really want and having that confidence or that belief in yourself i actually talked about this in my uh at the award ceremony for the white sides uh award that i received and i just talked about my parents and how I quoted Jimmy V, Jimmy Valvano, and how he said one of the greatest gifts he received was from his parents and that they believed in him, that his dad believed in him. And uh, that belief in me from my parents at a young age growing up has helped me to have that confidence in myself and belief to to push myself to new levels. And at the end of the day, I love the group of people I'm around I consider myself extremely blessed to have grown up with the friends I grew up with with the family I grew up with and here when I went to Utah I was surrounded by great people but I've definitely learned that whether it's your boss your coach whoever it is uh, it's important to not let them determine your value even if they're just saying you're the greatest right because you, you really have to find that within yourself and within your own work ethic Like the poem goes with the man in the mirror, Uh, my coach in high school, Coach Peck, would always quote that as one of our code of ethics about integrity. And that's always stuck with me and having that belief in myself and knowing that. Whatever I put in is, you know, I mean, I'm not cheating anybody else, but I'm cheating myself. If you don't go and get the
2: best out of whatever. Yeah. What is it? You've already got two degrees and working on a third, I think, another graduate degree? (laughs) Uh, Well, I graduated from
6: Utah at the Mm -hmm. business program, and then I came up here, did the MBA program Mm -hmm. with uh, specialization in data analytics, which was awesome, and... I decided to come back, and you have to be in school to play football <laughs> here at this level. So I uh, I was looking around. I personally was a little burned out from lecture-type classes. I, I loved all my classes, but I, I really was looking for something different and something that would still give me maybe a, a skill, a unique uh, addition to my resume or knowledge, and I stumbled upon the drone program at, yeah. here at Utah State. So
2: I noticed you're listed as a... Uh, uh, you've got like a pilot's license for something or other is that for drones is that what that yeah
6: is? so it's the unmanned aerial systems program they just it was a minor now it's a bachelor's degree here and I was in the minor so I could finish that I had enough time but I wanted to take more classes so I switched over to the bachelor's program right now and now I'm just building drones building airplanes flying them and Got the For one of the classes, we have to get our license, FAA certification, to be a remote pilot and did that. It's It's been really fun. It doesn't feel like class. Do you want
2: to, Would you ever want to get in an airplane and fly an airplane?
6: Oh, that has been a goal of mine. So that's something coming up. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, I, I would love to be, uh, probably a pri- hold a private pilot's license okay. at some point. But having the
2: freedom to just up and go and fly would be amazing well he lives his life to the fullest we've always been able to tell every time we talk to nick it's infectious to get a chance to listen to him and see the enthusiasm again congratulations on the marriage and all now let's talk some football okay. is the defensive end spot in this defense is it a defensive end spot is it a, a, like a linebacker or a, what would you say about the defensive spot you got
6: uh, it's definitely a defensive end it's a four down front right so you got two defensive ends on the edge Uh, It's different from the four-down defenses I've played in the past, whether that be at Utah or uh, a little bit here at Utah State, where I feel like I'm given more freedom to go for the big shot, the big play, the TFL, the sack. Mm -hmm. And uh, at the end of the day, it it, it feels like I'm able to play selfishly, but with the way the scheme is set up, I'm not playing selfishly if that makes sense so uh, I'm really excited for the defensive line specifically we get to penetrate and it's all about speed penetration getting causing a lot of chaos in the backfield which I love to do and I think this defense will I think I think we will all really flourish in this defense and we've got a lot to do though when it comes to work and, and continuing to tighten down the hatches to our scheme and technique in this fall camp but I think over the summer, spring, uh, with these new coaches and new scheme, we've set up a very solid foundation to build upon. And that's all you can ask for right now. What can you
2: tell me about this Byron Bonds? It, it seems like he's a little bit of a, an interesting guy on social media, but he's a guy you can tell has, wants to play. I guess maybe he didn't play last year, so he's really looking forward to this kind of year. Is he on the opposite side of you, or how does that work out?
6: Uh, I don't know what, we'll we'll, wait what will end up happening. We'll wait with that. and see. Huh? We'll wait and see. Uh, But Byron, yeah, I believe he's a very high-energy guy. He brings a lot of good energy to our uh, D-line room, but honestly, to the team, Uh, he's been somebody I've been uh, watching closely. You know, being in the position group, same position group group, and I believe he's brought a lot of positivity when it comes to work ethic, when it comes to buy-in. He's a culture builder. You know, he helps uh, us with the culture, and uh, I really like. With the new strength strength staff too, Coach Jackson, I think he held our hand a little bit with helping build the culture, but I've seen and noticed more and more players taking over and making this not a coach's team, but more of a player's team. Probably going to be better for that. Yeah, 100%. On all the teams that have been good or great uh, that I've been on, they've been player-led teams. and. It was interesting to watch over the summer everybody begin to take more ownership and really really take on the role of, no, this is our team, and Byron's been one of those guys.
2: Well, I think it needs to happen, and you're one of those guys who will be there, I know, no matter what. You'll give it all – got to get that – taste of that last season out it didn't really happen but I know you've learned a lot from that to make uh, this year even better right Mm -hmm. Nick of course
6: yeah there's definitely a lot to learn from last year on and off the field but at the end of the day I consider myself blessed to have been through that uh, even though it was hard right hard hard times create strong men and uh, no matter the circumstances you got to look at the positive from it I miss the old coaching staff and and, uh, I still love those guys But on the opposite side, positive look at is I get to network and build more relationships with a whole new group of guys who are from a lot of them from the opposite side of the country, right? Mm -hmm. So at the end of the day, I consider myself blessed to meet new coaches and meet new people and continue to. Play the game. A lot lot of the younger guys uh, will tease me about being older, right? 25. I'll be 26 in November. One of the older guys probably on the team. Yeah, I think I am. (laughs) Don't let everybody else know by that. (laughs) Good
2: luck on the year. We look forward to it. We'll talk to you many times.
6: Sounds good. Thank you. Appreciate it.
0: I hear with uh, defensive tackle graduate senior Marcus Moore coming back for his, uh, I guess, I don't super senior season is what they call that, right? I'm not too sure. In a good way, (laughs) Uh, you know, with with everything you guys went through last year, it was just so adverse. I mean, for you guys, and it's probably something new for you as well as as a football player and whatnot. What wanted you to come back and play again at Utah State?
7: Um, for me, uh, it was, you know, the, uh, coaches that were coming in, um, I believed in the program,
0: um, and I wanted to stay, so I'm here. You, uh, I didn't know this, but you spent four seasons at UCLA, graduated with a degree in African American Studies in the fall of 19 at UCLA. That's pretty impressive.
7: Yes, sir.
0: How was that? Like, especially in this day and age and culture, how was that learning from, like, just learning that topic? What stood out to you the most?
7: Uh, I think what stood out to me the most was the information that uh, I picked up on. Uh, you know, it's a lot of information that is withheld uh, from the public, and you know, it's not easily accessible. So um, it was. I mean, there's a there's a lot to take away from it. <laughs> Does it make <laughs> you more aware
0: of what's going on in the world now? I mean, has it, it opened your eyes a little bit, or? Uh, definitely
7: uh, opens your eyes especially when you start going back in and really looking into the history and finding out, you know, the truth.
0: You uh, you earned honorable mention All-Mountain West honors last year. You started three of the five games that you played in. Uh, what do you look for in improving this year going into the 2021 season? Uh, going into the 2021 season, ultimately, um, just
7: mentality uh, and then fixing fine-tuning the, the small things as far as uh, my athletic
0: abilities. Um that's pretty much it I got a chance to sit down with coach Bonda he is an infectious oh, yeah. energetic ball oh, fire I love him. he's a great guy oh tell me what you have <laughs> I mean that's just come from a meaty guy what is it like being on the field with him oh it's amazing I love coach Banda <laughs> um, leadership wise on the defense you guys got a bunch of great leaders again yeah. you're one of those Shaq Bonds one of those guys Andre Grayson uh, what how much expectation have you put on your defensive side of the ball based on leadership and experience coming back Excuse me. Sorry. So how much how much expectation do you guys have on your defense, just based on the leadership and the experience you guys have coming back? I mean, the bar is always set high. I think the
7: expectations are set pretty high as well, Um, especially you know with the season we had last year.
0: uh, This year, I think we need to come out and dominate, and that's the mentality. Uh season's going to be fun. I mean, you guys start off in Pullman, Washington to take on the Cougars. Oh, yeah. And you got that death row stretch of BYU, Boise State, and Air Force back-to-back-to-back three weeks in a row. But Boise State on September 25th on the Mothership Channel of Television on CBS at 10 a.m. in your guys' house. How excited are you about that? Uh,
7: you know, I look forward to every game. <laughs> I think right now the most important one is, like you
0: said, the first one up in Washington. Uh, defensive players that we think that we should be on the eyes out for uh i mean
7: i think you know there's a lot of guys oh man specifically um anybody that stand up to you i mean i like the whole group as yeah. a whole you know what i'm saying as a unit that's what i'm saying i'm like man put a
0: guy out there i believe you know he gonna step up to the plate and do what he gotta do well marcus stay healthy Absolutely. stay well man good luck to you <laughs> can't wait to see you on the field buddy thank you I Hi appreciate. good luck to you I right, here with cornerback andre grayson jr andre welcome back good to have you Thank you for having me. Uh, Last year was different in so many ways. And I probably don't know where you would rank it on your adversity scale in regards to just not even life, but football included. What are the adjustments or what are the improvements you've seen going into this season that has motivated you to want to come back and play at Utah State?
8: Yeah, so last year definitely was... um, It was tough, not just from the standpoint of the season being messed up, but from a mental standpoint, things weren't going right really for anybody. And, you know, you can kind of start to fade out of it and start to forget why you're here and why you do it. But the switch has been amazing. You know, it feels good to be back on track. Everybody's back focused. We're looking at a full regular season again. So, um, and the culture is being built back up. So that's, that's really important. And, um, things are looking good so far.
0: What have you learned most about yourself from this past season to, I mean, just, I guess you're about yourself from the past season. What have you learned most about yourself?
8: Um, I learned that I'm mentally tougher than I thought. (laughs) Definitely, uh, learned that, you know, um, there's always ups and downs, but I I definitely have learned that when I sit down and I self-reflect and realize what I'm trying to obtain and my goals this season, that, there's really nothing that can stop me or knock off my focus when I'm when I'm locked in on what I want to do.
0: Uh, Shaq Bond's back he got A bunch of I, they call them super seniors, quote unquote. But I mean, how nice to have Shaq Bond back in your or Shaq Bond back in your corner, same side of the field.
8: Oh yeah, no, definitely. Shaq's a um, and Shaq's a baller for sure, and uh, obviously a lot of experience. You know, it's good. It's, it makes me feel comfortable knowing that there's experience back there um, he knows what he's doing and just with all the all the guys that are older you know coming back it's like man you know that could have been it last year could have been it for a lot of them but you know we we're back and um it, it feels good to, to to be back and going at it another year with those guys
0: I just got done talking to coach Bonda he is just a ball of energy and it's so infectious and that's just coming from a media guy what has it been like to share the field with him and and have him on the sideline
8: oh you know you can tell um he wants it (laughs) you can tell all all our coaches really you can tell the energy is they want it as bad as us if not more than us you know and then the energy and the standard and what they're looking for from us is 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 high and it's not going to drop and um and that's just what we're pushing towards is high energy, high effort, and being the best we can be. Uh, what? Who is somebody that we probably haven't heard of a lot
0: on the defensive side of the ball that you're excited to see in fall camp and in the season?
8: Mm. That's a good question. That you haven't heard of a lot. I mean... You may or may not have heard uh, of him a lot. Zahadri Jackson. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm always excited to see Z. I feel like people don't understand how good he is, how talented he is, you know. And um, I, I, I'm i positive that this season everybody's going to be put on notice and see what he really brings to the table. What,
0: what, is what do you expect Aggie Nation to see from you guys defensively? I've heard physical. I've heard tough. And I've heard very aggressive.
8: Yeah, exactly those things, you know. And um, I would add ball hawks in there too, not just the DBs. I mean, linebackers, D-line, we want the ball. That's that's the objective is to take the ball away, get the ball to our offense. And that's what you can expect to see is that's our goal. That's our mission to, to dominate and take the ball.
0: It's another defense that has their hair on fire, Mach 9 going at a fast pace, speed, greatest show on turf, whatever you want to call it how do you handle that as a defense especially i mean you want to put up points on every single drive but those drives where it doesn't turn into points and it's you guys are off the field for maybe 30 to 45 seconds how, did, how is, how's the conditioning level how do you guys feel about going through
8: that again oh defense man level. the conditioning level should be great i mean the the work we just got put through this summer with uh coach jackson is we should be in great shape the condition conditioning <laughs> should not be a problem, be problem. it was um it was a lot of work this summer, but I feel like everybody is in better shape than they were before. And, you know, it's also a mental thing. We understand that things happen. You know, you might have to get back on the field real quick. And that's what we signed up for, you know, expect the unexpected.
0: You talked about it already, but uh, you guys went from you, you played 12 games your fresh, or freshman year, 13 or sophomore. And then you played in three or started in three or four in this past season. How excited are you? I mean, Washington State September fourth, and you got that death row of BYU and Boise State and Air Force. How excited are you to get back to a full season of football?
8: I oh, know I'm really excited. Um, it's it's good to know that we're gonna play a full season because last year was just kind of like, it just it didn't feel the same, you know, you know, just knowing that the season was cut in half basically, and then we didn't play some games, and it just it definitely didn't feel the same. It felt like. It just went by too quick, and a lot of people probably didn't get to do what they were expecting to do, like have a exciting season, you know. But getting back to a 12-game season is it's a beautiful thing. It's perfect. I can't wait to get out there and compete for 12 100. weeks. <laughs>
0: uh, September 25th, 10 a.m. on the mothership yeah. of CBS. You get Boise State, the team that's owned this mountain for how long? I mean, just tell me your thoughts of getting them on, like, the channel uh, and getting the defending champs of this division and getting them back here at your place.
8: Yeah, no, I, I think that's pretty cool, honestly. I just found out about that recently about CBS, but um, nonetheless, it's, it's business as usual, you know, whether it's 10 a.m., 10 p.m., you know, with the early start, we got to wake up and get after it quick, you know, everybody has to wake up and be, be ready to go because we know they're going to come out and be ready to go, and... You know, it's just another day, another day of business. We'll be prepared and ready to do what we have to do.
0: Andre, I look forward to seeing you out in the field again. I can't wait to see you put some helmets on people's pads, man. Man, I appreciate it. I look forward to seeing you. Stay healthy, stay well, good luck this season. Thank you. All right, buddy, good luck.